90.5 KCSU Fort Collins, welcome to Live and Local, a show featuring live songs from local musicians. The Blasting Room, a Fort Collins recording studio with over 80 years of combined music industry experience is sponsoring this episode, and the Red Scare has joined me tonight. They'll start off the live set with their song, Dog Park. Red Scare is in the studio. The next song coming up is called Guns at the High Show. When I...
90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Welcome back to Live and Local. We have the Red Scare in the studio, and this episode is sponsored by The Blasting Room. Visit theblastingroom.com for more information on their recording, mixing, and mastering services. We just heard Dog Park and Guns at the High Show, which was a really short song. I was not expecting that, but yeah, a lot of... 50 second, nice. Yeah. What inspired that? Why, why only 50 seconds? Um, so uh, that song is uh, like a really personal song for me. I uh, went through like a school shooting when I was in high school, um, but you know. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, I was kind of in, in, like inspired by um, like just kind of the everyday violence that we're all subjected to, right? But like how you know, like it feels like brief moments of panic and then nothing, like for mm. long periods of time. At least that's how I experienced just like everyday living in America. So right, that's kind of why I wanted it to be so short. To be a 50 second song. Yeah, wow. that's that's a really good answer. That's very poetic. Thanks. I just kind of jumped into the question, but I feel like we should introduce everyone first before we start talking about your music and everything. So I want to go around the room and kind of like you guys can say your name and maybe your favorite local band. And we can start with Walker on the drums uh, if you want to. I'm Walker. I, uh, I play drums for the Red Scare and I'd say my favorite local band is probably, I, don't know, I like Janet Earth. Janet Earth is That's a good, good one. Good up and coming one. Very diverse. So yeah. Nice. Uh, my name is Johnny. I play guitar. And uh, my favorite local band is uh, Transient Curse. Ooh. I haven't heard them, but I'll check them they, out. They go super hard. <laughs> super technical. Yeah. My name is Larson. Uh, I play guitar and I sing in the Red Scare. And um, I think my favorite, I can't really say, I don't know. I, um, I think my favorite local act is probably Sad Uwu. Uh, I'm a big noise musician hmm. or music fan. And uh, they like do really interesting things in terms of... Um, like overdubbing like interesting speeches that they find like with really harsh noise it's just really interesting nice. i like it a lot hello my name is quinn miller i play the bass and my favorite local band is the sickly hogs aka the sickly hex very good nice i can see why you like them you guys have a similar sound to them yeah their homies nice mm -hmm. that's interesting you like noise music mm -hmm. i don't know i haven't delved into that rabbit hole yet but i feel like if i did i would also enjoy that quite a bit yeah it's a really yeah. weird influence it's a really really interesting form of music i don't know i just i kind of gravitated toward it like at the beginning of my freshman year of college and have really mm. stopped since true so your name is the red scare mm -hmm. i was wondering right. i don't want to get like too political or anything but i was just wondering who came up with the name and why did you decide on that name as a band well i did and i was sitting in class one day when we were trying to decide the name of our band and this kid next to me had a Russian flag as his background on his laptop. <laughs> True. And then I just started thinking about John McCarthy, and then I thought, well, the Red Scare sounds like a pretty cool band name. It worked out really well because uh, I'm a socialist. I can't speak for anybody else here, but, you know, like it came together really well. Yeah, and I mean, it didn't even start off with like a political bent or anything. It just sounds nice to mm -hmm. us, and it kind of 
like encapsulates our music, I guess, the, way, the sound of it and all. So. Right. I was going to say, I feel like your music is low-key. It could, like, invoke fear. Like, I can Scary. see how that could happen for That's people. That's the goal. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was going to talk about how you guys, you guys are, like, known, I don't know, I feel like people know you from basement shows and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and that's kind of just a scary vibe in general just because it's so dark and very cold scary. down there. Yes. Um, but And you guys also have, like, very interesting and weird lyrics that could invoke fear, like Dog Park. There's one point in the song, that recorded version at least, where you just start barking. Oh, yeah. That normally happens. I just didn't know that how normally. appropriate that was for the, the airwaves. Oh, I think that's very appropriate. But, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, that's just genius. Um, how, how long did it take for you to write that song? It sounds kind of sporadic, but um, who knows? Well... I don't know. It took like five minutes. Five minutes. That's what I expected. I just kind of thought the lyrics up while we were playing it. I was just sitting there with the microphone <laughs> and I was just saying whatever came to my mind. And I just thought of dogs. Yeah. True. It was like the fastest songwriting process we've ever had and the slowest because mm-hmm. it's kind of an ongoing song in the sense that we change it pretty much every time that we play it. Like we have right. different kind of like the slow section, mid section, and like fast section. We change up a lot whenever mm-hmm. we play. When you're playing live, yeah, yeah, I noticed because like I was expecting certain things and then they mm-hmm. didn't happen. I was like, oh, that's cool that you like change it up and everything. We might re-record that one too. We haven't <laughs> quite decided, but I don't know. We've added some stuff with some things to it, so we'll nice. see. Some things like what? Uh, Just that, like, like random sounds. That different whole, variations. Yeah, yeah, like that whole second verse is like kind of new. I mean, it's not new. It's like the, it's the same thing like over and over. But like it's uh, like I mean like the like the way we the way we play it like the, it's more like um, I don't know. It's like more funky, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like Jazzy. Better as musicians play better together, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like that song had really random lyrics, obviously, because you literally bark in it. But then like other songs, like track number three off the album, I'm not going to say the title of the name. Yeah, do we want to come up with a name to refer to it as, or is track three fine? Track number three. Track number three. Track number three. We if call you... it Fire Truck, too. Fire Truck. Okay. Cool. If you want to know the actual title, you can find their album on Spotify. Yeah. But yes. that yeah. that song, mm. although it has a very like weird random title, it has like pretty deep lyrics in mm. it. Which is interesting, and that's one you wrote, Larson. Yeah, it is. So, do you like try to like go deep in all the songs you write, or is that just like um, naturally how you write songs? I don't know. I don't really like intend to go deep, but I f- I don't know. I feel I always feel really pretentious if I'm trying to talk about my songwriting process. But mm. I usually like seize onto like imagery that I find in like either books or poetry that I'm reading, um, and then like kind of think about it for a while while like. Um, working with vocal melodies and trying to figure out like what exactly like I connect to in that imagery mm-hmm. and like trying to mine my own feelings for that. That's crazy because I was actually going to ask because it sounds like a very pessimistic song and mm-hmm. I was literally one of my questions was what were you like reading or mm-hmm. like into at the time because I feel like you must have been reading something that was really pessimistic. Yeah um, I was reading The Wind Up Bird Chronicle by Haruki Murakami okay. which is a really good book um, but uh yeah, track number three, I was thinking a lot about um, like the scene at the very beginning of the novel where um, like this really ordinary man gets a phone call, and it's a really disturbing phone call, like subtly, like psychically harmful mm. <laughs> to this guy. And like from that point onward in the story, like his life slowly comes apart and has to be like built back up. But I liked that idea of like a sudden break in life mm. because there I feel like there's not a lot of moments where there are sudden breaks for people. Um, like but, break for an opportunity. Yeah, like either break for an opportunity or just like break in terms of like your whole like idea of self just shattering, mm. you know? Like I feel that's like crazy. we're kind of continuous. Oh, that's but, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about that a lot and thinking about my own life and my own politics in terms of that. 
I got the sense of like repetition throughout that song, but mm-hmm. that was just interesting, like that whole analysis of the song. I mentioned like that you guys get really weird with your lyrics or like really deep, but I was just wondering, since there's like so much variety in how you guys write songs, what does it take to make a Red Scare EP? Like what, what songs would get cut essentially? Is there anything or are there no limits? I mean, nothing gets cut. We don't. We don't have like that. Many well, I songs. think like oh, when deciding the first stuff to put on, it's mainly just seeing what's like well received live mm-hmm. and everything, and right. all the best songs we'll put on. And if there's other ones where they're either really difficult to perform and it takes a lot of time to kind of refine them, mm-hmm. we'll leave those off until we're like convinced we can do it justice and whatnot. But the ones we picked were just the five we had been playing for the longest amount of time, and the ones that were most well known and whatnot. So. Hopefully the next batch of songs are kind of the more recognized ones also. So just like the ones that the crowds kind of vibe with at your live shows. Right. Yeah, and just kind of like, you know, whatever we got down the most solid, kind of to echo what Walker said, you know, we want to present the song in its purest, most best form. You know, we don't want to put together something shanty. Mm-hmm. We want it to be very nice, you know. Nice. Um, and then right before we get back to the music, I have a random comment. My sister, when she was listening to your music, she said that you guys sound like a hipster version of a metal band. How do you like feel that. about that? That's the best compliment uh, yeah, that's, I've ever that's heard. That's a good description. <laughs> yeah. so cool. I felt like it was very accurate. Yeah, I'll that's take it. Cool. You'll take it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Cool. Hipster metal. Nice. Well, on that <laughs> note, cool. let's get back to the music. The next song coming up is called Folks by The Red Scare. Thank you. 
was Folks by the Red Scare. Coming up now is Marmalade. This song goes out to the horse girls. Everyone. And everyone else too. <laughs> Regardless of your opinion on horses.
90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Welcome back to Live and Local. This show is sponsored by The Blasting Room. Visit theblastingroom.com for more information on their recording, mixing, and mastering services. We just heard two songs by The Red Scare. The first was Folks, and the second was Marmalade, and both of those are new. And before you guys started Marmalade, I think, Quinn, you were like, this song goes out to all the horse girls. I'm very intrigued with that. Just because it's kind of like a country song, you know. It sounds a little more Western than most of our songs do, so That's true. just got to shout out the horse girls every time we play it. Nice. Do you guys know any horse girls personally? I know a former horse girl. Uh, horse <laughs> former horse, yeah. horse girl. That's very specific. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, my girlfriend, Erica, actually. Nice. Uh, grew up as a horse girl, but the first time that she was ever near a horse, figured out that she's allergic to them. So like that dream That's died awkward. hard. Yeah. Like really hard. It's really awkward. Yeah. Well, sorry about that. And both of those are new, so I was wondering... Is there an EP coming out in the future? Can fans expect new music? Is that something like in the near horizon or is that more of a like later thing? Yeah, we're working on our second EP. We're recording it in my basement. Me and Johnny live together in a house and we have a concrete basement that we're recording our EP in. It sounds pretty cool. I believe it. (laughs) Probably be done in like January or something like that. February or something. Hopefully. I don't know. It's just like a guess. That's a guess. Seems like it's... That's not too far. That's like five months away. This is kind of like a trial and error type thing because this Mm -hmm. is a much different like environment than we recorded the last EP and Mm -hmm. this is more like home recorded type Mm -hmm. stuff. So we're going to learn to record and record it. Oh, I just assumed you guys recorded the other one yourself, but where did that happen? Uh, that happened at our friend Nick Visaki's house. Okay. He plays in a couple of other local bands and does recording in his basement for other like local musicians. What so. other local bands is he in? He's in Bloomers. Oh, uh, lovely. He drums for Bloomers and he also drums for Yale. Mm, um, I love them. Oh yeah. my god, I love I'm them. actually the bassist of Yale. Larson no Yale. way, yeah. really? Yes. Oh my god, um, I'm obsessed with you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. No, <laughs> I appreciate that. And then uh, he also has his own project uh, called Forestry, which is really fantastic. I believe like it. Really amazing yeah. work. Mm-hmm. I like all the bands you just mentioned, so I, I'll I'll take that he's a really good musician as well. But so now you guys are gonna record it yourself. Are you guys like nervous about that or? No. You can handle it. I guess we kind of decided to do it ourselves because we just started playing in the basement together. That's where it all began, and like we just want to go back to our roots, you know. Even though we haven't been around the block for too long, uh, like some old heads, but we're trying to go back to our roots, uh, get our most pure sound we can, and. You know, it kind of just embodies the DIY spirit to do it all on your own, so. Right. Yeah, and also, there's no, there's no, like, rush to finish it since we're on, like, all our own time, and we can just throw out demos or takes if we don't like them, so. That's true. It's a different environment making it in a studio where you have to pay, like, by the hour, and you feel kind of rushed and Mm -hmm. to, like, conceive this. Yeah, you you can just take your time and be as creative as you want to. That's very true. That's a plus of doing it yourself, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and I was going to talk about your basement, actually. I've heard quite a few things about it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I've heard that it's very cold and very painful, and I was just wondering... <laughs> <That's> accurate. <laughs> did, the oh, basement so life, cool. did the basement life choose you, or did you choose the basement life? It came with the house that we moved into, <laughs> so I guess you could say it chose us. It's a really 50, brutal 50. environment. It's uh, scorching in the summer and just blisteringly cold in the winter, but... <laughs> There's yeah. exposed pipes filled with sewage uh, on the ceiling. <laughs> Oh, that, that sounds delightful. Is. Ceilings moments from um, collapsing at all times. So it smells good too, is what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah it's a perfect. It's the laundry room, it so it smells smell great. Bad, oh, that's what the laundry room. Is. I was that's wondering, and is that room. also called Flesh Avenue Mall? No, Flesh Mall was Larson's old house. Okay, yeah. I was wondering. I was no, very confused. It's about been that. rebirthed as the laundry room. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. We have a show this Friday. Ooh. <laughs> you have a show at your 
at the laundry not the room. red scare but the laundry room okay has a show this friday that's exciting um i was gonna ask because i heard word on the street is you guys also do art shows at your house oh yeah true Whoa. what's that like that's a deep cut 30 percent. yeah true. once a year we throw a fancy art party oh once a year nice. once a year it's an extravagant event we have what do you mean art that's such a vague term well, so in our house, like every paintings single and drawings wall and stuff. is like covered with paintings that we've got from thrift stores in various places, like, you know, like on the street or whatever, wherever we can find them for cheap or free. Mm-hmm. And then we... So get... other people's art. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. And well, then not we... always. And not always. Like my roommate Clark is a beautiful music, or not a musician. He's a beautiful artist. Mm. Artiste. Yes. Nice. Artiste. Yeah. And, you know, if anyone wants to submit works to the art party, uh, let me can. know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe cool. we'll have a second one this year. That sounds really fun. I don't know. You guys seem very artistic, so I just assumed that it was your own art for some reason. But you guys, none of you paint or. I mean, craft. I, I do some painting. I'm trying to come up with something for the cover of the EP right now. Ooh, mm. that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. We're all artists in our own respect. You know, I think we all like to partake in the arts. It's a great outlet, and it's a good way to express emotions that you cannot say with words. True. This is a little bit of a tangent, but you guys are the third band I've had this year that has a self-deprecating social media handle. It's the Red Scare sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. your that's your social media mm-hmm. handle. That's right. What's yeah. up with that? Oh wow, well, we don't hate ourselves. <laughs> there's just so many. There's like a lot of other Red Scares out there. Unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're all like older bands that aren't very well. No, they're relevant. I don't mean to bash on them, but you know, they just don't have a huge media presence so you know we wanted to make ourselves stick out and you know mm-hmm. the red scare sucks so yeah yeah if you hate yourself it's really hard to be hurt by other people's hate i think so true so it's that, like yeah. a defense mechanism exactly almost. like there can't be an account just bashing us if we're the first ones right to do it. that's yeah. what the last band said in the whale they have like a similar mm-hmm. thing they were like yeah we have to be mean to ourselves before other people are yeah it's a really true. unhealthy attitude but yeah but it's also protecting yourself <laughs> yeah. from excessive crying i would assume Anyways, it was that also true when we kind of started the page, so mm-hmm. we've gotten better since then. Yeah, is mm-hmm. it was there also like some kind of like strategy to lower people's expectations when they listen to your music, <laughs> or not really? Yeah, that's the goal. That's so the goal. Yeah. Keep the standards, Keep the standards low, low, so they like you. Mm-hmm. And then once in a blue moon, we'll play really nice. And then everyone's like, <laughs> oh, wow. that's harsh. Yeah. I think you guys are great. <laughs> Thank you. On that note, we should also get back to the music. Okay. Yes, actually, can I do a shout out really quick? Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay, yeah. so um, the Red Whistle Brigade, which is organized oh, tell them. Yeah, through uh, the WGAC on campus, is putting together a mixtape of local artists mm-hmm. uh, to like raise awareness about uh, the dangers of rape culture, as well as like promoting feminism generally. Uh, we were on the like last mixtape, and mm-hmm. they are accepting submissions for new artists this time. So if you want to figure or like find out more about that, that, yeah, if you want to be a part of it and you're listening to this, uh, definitely go to you the Red Whistle Brigade. Go to their website, exactly. which is you can go to their website, which is uh, redwhistlebrigade.org, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they contacted me last semester, so I'm like oh, familiar cool. with them, and it's nice. such a cool concept. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up. Thanks. That was like random, but I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> It's a super cool mixtape. And I'm, you guys were on it. That's so cool. Yeah. It was really fun. Uh, we put the mysterious track three on there with a different <laughs> name again. I re- this is my favorite song, by the way. Well, sucks we can't say the name, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, we'll... It starts with an S and ends with an M. That's accurate. Sanctum. <laughs> yes, that, that's it. <laughs> on that note, um, we're, that's the song we're going to hear coming up right now. It's track three from the Red Scare's self-titled EP. And you're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Thank you. 
Coming up now is Woodland Diner by the Red Scare, only here on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.